Hey everybody, welcome to episode 14 of the Cuckoo Attack. We 14. were laughing because we forgot what episode we were recording. So. <laughs> uh, this is this is horrible. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, introductions. So, yeah, introductions. So I'm Chad Hembrock, and with me as always. Patrick Hughes here. <laughs> and uh, we're going to try to get through this quick tonight. We got a few things to touch on that came out in the last, uh, I think our last episode was like a month or two ago. And, just a month. Uh, just a month. Just a month. Yeah. Okay. Not too yeah. bad. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot of things to go through. Uh, games we've been playing, uh, some new Nintendo announcements. Um, and probably the of biggest course. thing was the Sony announcement that just happened this past week for the PS5. Yeah, once we heard that was coming, we were like, all right, we're going to record our next episode after that announcement. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, hopefully after we record this, <laughs> this week, Nintendo will release something big and then that we'll have to... seems to be the trend here. We, you know, we, we record a podcast and then one or two days later, big news breaks. So hopefully we, uh, we will instigate this... Uh, Nintendo Direct. <laughs> yeah, so the r rumors, no Direct, but uh, they have been dropping little tidbits here and there of uh, new things, and uh, I don't I don't think they're going to go with nothing. There's, there's going to be something. <laughs> like, I feel like there's got to be something, considering we only know of one game that's coming out as of now, which we yeah. will get into here which shortly. We'll get to. So, maybe, maybe maybe we can end the episode with what we want to see based yeah, off. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. We'll definitely we can do that. <laughs> so um add that a note. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually I'm just doing a quick uh, little search here, but anyway, that's fine. We can uh, yeah, it was actually that's exactly when we announced it, like the day after our podcast last time. It was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not joking, so <laughs> so well, anyway, with that said, um, yeah, That's we've it. we've been uh, taking it easy, playing a bunch of games, uh, still still locked down, still not going to the office at work, so weeknights are still late nights, <laughs> going into you know usually a twelve to one a.m. night, which isn't too far off from the normal when I was going to work anyway, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's definitely easier to get a group of you know three to four people together to play some multiplayer games and um so we've been playing a lot of drawful 2 uh which i think we talked about last time still playing that still playing yeah. a lot of that um and what else was the other one uh we played we haven't played cards against humanity in a while online well all bad cards which all is bad like cards. a, a ripoff yeah. of it and then they the, had the a... one thing that changed since we did play a few additional rounds as they took down all the like uh official cards due to licensing uh, yeah. infringement i think they got the smackdown from cards yes. against humanity so, uh, but it's still fun i mean there's some there's some raunchy cards in there that people have just created and then some people you'll they'll slip in the occasional like cards against humanity card mm. they just can't label them as official packs um but that's been fun um as of this weekend, we I just picked up the Jackbox Party Pack 3 to play Triver Mur Trivia Murder Party because I was looking for a good trivia game we could all play just to kind of switch things up a bit. Yeah. And uh, that was a lot of fun. My wife really enjoyed that. And uh, we definitely want to play more of that. So Yeah, yeah. I, I had forgotten a lot of the like fun, quirky touches that game has. Like, anytime you play a follow-up round of the game, like, all your characters get labeled 
junior or the second or the third because you've died and yeah. it's like your lineage carry out on yeah there. it's really cool how it's like it's like a horror movie franchise yeah. and it's basically saw it's it's, yep. it's the movie saw but you're doing trivia so if you get it wrong then you have to play the game against the other person and it's, it's just a fun trivia game with a good sense of humor yeah, that goes with it. For sure. It was done really well. Last night was the first time we played it, and it was uh, we played for, I don't know, a good three hours probably. Something like that? Yeah. Two, three hours? When <laughs> I think so. Yeah, so it was uh, it was a lot of fun, and I'm definitely looking forward to playing. Even Vivi even asked tonight, like, are we going to play? And I was like, I think we're going to record tonight, and I haven't talked to anybody else. so. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm she's... down to play more later. Though. Yeah, she's got to go to the office tomorrow, too, so <laughs> a couple, you know, couple things in the way of playing tonight. So we'll, we'll definitely play again this week or this weekend for sure. Yeah. Um, but besides that, um, I don't know if we talked about it before, but we've been playing a lot of Paladins. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we've mentioned it yet on this podcast. So uh, yeah, it was one of our friends who uh, recommended it to us as a free-to-play game, and I think both you and me looked at it. And we're like, uh, it looks all right. I guess we'll try it. It's like meh. It looked like a hero-based shooter, like Overwatch or something. We're like, okay, uh, we don't really play those, but uh, let's let's see what this is. Why not? <laughs> yeah, and it's it's been a lot of fun. Like. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I was telling you guys this weekend when we were playing that I don't think it's a game I ever would have ventured out on my own to play. And um, yet I'm having a lot of fun playing it. Um, it's obviously the, the party aspect of it makes it, you know, as long as I at least have somebody else to run around with and do the, you know, the objectives or the deathmatch and stuff, it makes things a lot more, a lot more fun. Yeah, I, I'm definitely enjoying it probably more so because we were playing together and but yeah the game itself has just like a really fun sense of style and like art direction and even even that this game has like fun stupid like dialogue and stuff that continuously makes me chuckle like every time <laughs> the game starts it's like don't forget girls are watching i'm just like it's so stupid <laughs> yeah it, it's, it's it is funny it makes me laugh a lot um yeah. and then how like people like like bomb king when he dies he'll be like oh no i died <laughs> yes. and, and like you hear him like even though you're not on you know their team or whatever you still hear all the, the yep. little noises from the characters that are playing in the round with you um but it's <laughs> it's a lot of fun for sure and i think i think some of the best games we've played so far is when we were actually able to get five of us in there together yeah. in our own party um you know it definitely made a difference than getting uh, matched up with randoms because there's always you know we had one game where two people literally just were not playing they were just jumping around in the in the spawn mm -hmm. and and we've had games where just you know you had that one person that doesn't carry or just rushes every time when you're not supposed yeah. to um, there's always that kind of balance and like getting the right kind of skill levels together or just people actually participating but when it does like when you do have those like evenly matched games, they are very satisfying. Yeah, so. for sure. I mean, even even if we lose, like, and as long as it was an evenly matched game, it's it's still fun. The only time it's not fun is when we're just literally getting smoked <laughs> left and right. Like, some of these games we've played have been awful. Like, yep. Just and I don't understand it. Like, because we're I don't feel like we're that bad. I mean, because we've definitely gone and wrecked teams before, but then you mm -hmm. know. And then we just get wrecked and i mean that, that, like, that's unfortunately the 
stigma or condition of any multiplayer game is just <laughs> there are people who will have nothing to do but play this game yeah and the more time you put into it the better you'll like, be like so. we're talking as bad as like between the three of us that were in we had two kills i think or yeah <laughs> four kills total i think between the entire match and and one of their players had like 42 kills <laughs> like, it was pretty nuts so um but regardless the game's been awesome um it's been a lot of fun um patrick and i also tried a free-to-play game i'm gonna go ahead and mention now so we don't have to talk about it too much but uh amazon's crucible game <laughs> yes we um so this, this is a <laughs> amazon's like first big budget game supposedly that they're launching it's like a team-based shooter um i don't really know too much more about it because i'll let chad continue but we tried <laughs> it and like immediately quit like after five minutes <laughs> yeah we we i played it for literally five to ten minutes it probably took me longer to like run the update it required <laughs> than the amount of time you spent in it now did i give it a fair shot probably not but just from the <laughs> tutorial it did not feel like a game i was going to enjoy at all um just for instance <laughs> it was it was third person over the shoulder view and offset so like at least the character I picked was just like the soldier guy. I didn't even know his name, but he was standing to the left, aiming inward, but I was controlling it with my mouse, which is on the right. And it just like, even though I had a crosshair, it just felt so weird to me, like trying to run around with a guy whose gun is on the other side of the screen. Now, I don't know if you could change those settings or not, but I was just kind of irritated by it. And <laughs> I just didn't want to mess with it. I was just like, you know what? No, I don't want to play this. This doesn't feel good. Um, just running around in that little tutorial section too. So I deleted it and uninstalled it. <laughs> um, so but I will yeah, not be same, playing it again. Same here. <laughs> I, I was not impressed with like the feel of the game. It felt kind of slow and sluggish and not just because of performance, but just like the character speeds and stuff. And then it did not look pretty to me. Like I did not like the aesthetic of it once you were inside the game. It just, I don't know. Nothing was really gelling with me. So um, it's no this against the game but it definitely was not for us so <laughs> yeah for sure um yeah that that's pretty much all there is to say about that game from us <laughs> yep but yeah i mean like all paladins right. i think has a great like paladins yeah. kind of reminds me of like team fortress mm -hmm. a little bit just the way the art style is and the way you know every character has a personality and um yeah it's just it's been a lot of fun so was, it, but this game just based off that initial impression did not have that at all so um and one of our other friends his machine can't run it anyway so we <laughs> you know it would have just been the two of us playing it so and yet paladins is running on our other friend's machine who is running a 10 year old laptop so <laughs> yeah it's awesome well done <laughs> Yeah. Well done, uh, what's the high res studios or whoever makes paladins yeah high res studios <laughs> so but uh yeah i mean that's that's what we've both been playing um i've done a little bit of stuff on my own um i started playing uh i was playing talos principle for a while now on my pc and a few nights ago i tried to play it and i started getting some graphic error issues and i couldn't get it to go away every time i try to change my settings the the game would crash so i was like all right quick fix i'll uninstall it reinstall it. it's a pretty small game so i did that 
reloaded it. But when I went to uninstall it, it told me the game will be, you know, this game will be deleted from your machine. And I was like, okay, but it's through Epic. It's probably saving my save file. Didn't think anything of it. Well, I deleted it and I lost my save file. And I had about 11 hours of gameplay on it. So that mm. kind of sucked. I, yeah. was, I was a little <laughs> disappointed by that because I was on the third tower in the game. And, um, you know, I don't really know how much more there was to play, but I was really enjoying the puzzles. I'm not really paying attention to the story in the game, um, but I really enjoy doing the puzzles. So I, I tried a couple of ways to get it back. Um, I actually used some hard drive recovery software to try to pull the, um, the safe uh, player profile.dat file, pulled it dumped it into the game to the new folder and it still doesn't work so i guess it must have some sort of encryption or something on it um not sure or it's corrupted um <laughs> i've tried a few different ways to get it to work um doing that and i could not figure it out so um i ended up starting the game again and just enabling cheats just so i could fly through the game to get back <laughs> to where i was and i'm on the second tower now and i did that in about a half hour so not too <laughs> de bad. definitely made up some progress and i actually got probably some stuff i didn't have in the last one Fast, just faster than probably you spent like researching how to get the oh absolutely save yeah <laughs> absolutely faster than you know getting my save file to work um i, I probably <laughs> spent a night or two trying to get the save file to work but um so yeah that really sucked i was really disappointed by that so um word to the wise Epic only cloud saves specific games, which you can see if you right click them in your library. It'll have an option that says enable cloud sync. Good so <laughs> if you uh, are going to uninstall a game, uh, make sure that is an option or make sure you research how to save your save game before you uninstall it. Um, otherwise, you'll just cheat and go through the game and not <laughs> not get any achievements that I really don't care about, but I really don't want to see an asterisk either next to everything, but I'm not <laughs> playing that game again from the beginning. It's It's been fun, but there was also some levels that were really frustrating and annoying, so um, just didn't want to waste my time doing that again. I so, feel you. <laughs> um, and then I also, if you're on video, you'll see here, boom, Got my PSP out. PSP. And uh, probably Chad's last owned PlayStation system. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a PS3, but it was given to me broken, which I fixed, and it broke again. And then I fixed it again, and then it broke again, and now it's in storage. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yes, the PSP was probably the last one that I uh, that I got. And um, <laughs> but really, the best game that I play on PSP is Hot Shots Golf. I love Hot Shots Golf. I've I'm sure I've talked about it before on this podcast. At least, at least in two episodes. <laughs> but, but continue. <laughs> You're still playing it. I'm playing it. So yeah, I'm playing it. And I've just kind of been. I just kind of realized, which is really dumb, but I just realized how the like ranking system works. And I've always <laughs> known you have to get the stars, but I got to a point where I had no stars to get anymore. And then I finally realized that each stage you go through has a percentage up in the top of how many items you've collected throughout the stage so i've collected all the items through uh ranks one through three and then maybe like between 30 and 70 percent of the other ones so i just went back down started playing more and then that unlocked stars for me to get to the next level so 
Um, I just never paid attention to that. I, I really just focused on unlocking characters and not really unlocking um, ranks. But now um, I made it to rank silver. Um, so the last one's gold. And um, unless there's something after gold, that's just not on the menu. But um, sometimes they have like a platinum or something. Yeah. So silver is freaking hard. I'm like, <laughs> I'm struggling. So and I'm like, I feel like I'm pretty good at hot shots. I've been playing hot shots since like high school on the PS2. And um, but yeah, I like I'm struggling so hard on these levels. I'm I'm going out of bounds. I'm going in the sand pits. I'm hitting the water and like I basically will get to like the second to last hole, be in first place, and then I'll screw up and I just immediately just reset the game. Because <laughs> um, at Choking. that point, yeah, there's there's nothing I can do to get back, and all I see at the end is utter defeat. <laughs> so, but the game's the game's awesome though. I love it. Um, I'm kind of like. So outside of like playing games with you guys and then playing Hot Shots when I'm kind of on break, I played a little bit of uh, Tetris and Tetris 99. I, I started the Tetris 99 999 line mode and I got to like 540 or something like that. And <laughs> dude, when you get, I don't know if you've played it, no. <laughs> but if you get to like, once you get to like level 500, the blocks like literally instantly fall like it's so fast i don't understand how anybody can beat that <laughs> unless I, it's I, I can't handle that pressure <laughs> unless it's timed unless it's timed then i just took too long to do it and that's why it sped up i'm not sure but Maybe. it was yeah. crazy fast when i got i was shocked i was even getting lines because it was like going down so fast um but but yeah so other than that um i've really just been kind of thinking about what i want to play next um, I'm kind of in the mood for an RPG. Uh, I've thought about breaking out uh, Breath of the Wild again, <laughs> just because I, I do want to play a Zelda game again. But, but I'm also kind of in the mood to just kind of chill with like a text RPG. Um, I don't know, some kind of laid back game system. Yeah, like game mechanic. Just something yeah. with a story. I can just tap a select what i gotta do and mm -hmm. you know run through the level so you know i really want to play earthbound um because i've never beaten it i've only gotten to like the level i think i beat the boss after saturn village and that was geez i couldn't tell you last time i played that was probably two years ago on my copy but um i fired it up on my psp emulator and um it runs like <laughs> as soon as I fought Starman Jr. at the very beginning of the game, it was like so laggy. All the effects were like destroying it. So that's not an option. I'm not going to do that. Um, so really, I'm hoping it comes out on Switch because I really just want that portable aspect so I can, you know, relax, sit mm -hmm. around, play wherever. Um, I don't want to be tied to a TV to play. And that's kind of what's killing me right now. <laughs> But with that being said, um, I've kind of thrown around the idea as well of playing like Final Fantasy, the original on NES. What? Um, and or playing um, the Breath of Fire series on the Super NES. So that's kind of what I've been thinking about as well, just because I those are available at the moment on um, the NES Classic Edition. Or True. not classic edition. The, uh, um, online. NES online or yeah. whatever. Yeah. The online app, Nintendo Switch online app. 
So I've been thinking about that. Um, and then also across today, I looked at my Switch collection and I saw that I still have that Secret of Mana collection that I never played. <laughs> so um, that's another one that I could always play. But I, I really want to play Earthbound. <laughs> I, can't, I think that's really what I want to play. And I'm just keeping myself from doing it. But hopefully this podcast will trigger a Mother 3 collection. Yes. Or a Mother collection. <laughs> that is one of our definite hopes. <laughs> but that's about it, man, for me. Um, I don't know. What, what have you been up to other than what we've been playing together? Yeah, I mean, I, well, you, you know, you know, I'm always still playing Animal Crossing. Um, <laughs> Every time I turn on my Switch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with June with this new month because there are so many new types of like bugs and fish and stuff uh there are fireflies which are only available in june that's like my favorite part of summer so seeing them fly around at night is so cool and there are like sharks now in the ocean you can actually see like their fins sticking out of the water and you're like oh man i want to catch that <laughs> can you catch sharks yeah, yeah yeah okay i've only caught two types so far uh a saw shark and a whale shark um but there, there are lots of different types of sharks out there, so. Um, and there's been fun different holidays, like the museum day where you're like running around the museum and they're having like a wedding season right now, which I thought would be the most boring of them all. But I've actually had a lot of fun like setting up wedding things for like pictures and stuff because they give you like little objectives and they keep introducing new furniture. So it's actually kind of fun. Um, and what else? Uh, my brother and his uh, wife actually just got their Switch finally, so it's been really fun kind of seeing them start kind of from ground zero on their island and reminding yourself of like, oh yeah, I forgot how bare bones like your island starting was and like all the things you had to get. So like seeing them develop their island and like helping them out build bridges and stuff it's been kind of fun kind of re-experiencing that in a way mm -hmm. um and it kind of just sparks your own creativity again to like oh that's a fun idea what you're doing there i kind of want to try something like that <laughs> yeah um i also did start a second character on my island <laughs> just so I could have another house to decorate. <laughs> so is that just to do like, you just do like another profile in your Switch? I just chose, yeah, another profile okay. and then started the game with that profile. So I have two different characters living on the same island. Okay. Cause you have to use the same island, right? There's, yeah, there's no yeah. option. But that's fine, that's, that's what I wanted kind of. Yeah. I just wanted another house in which to use more of the kind of cool wallpapers and carpets that I've been collecting to so get weird. more you themes. It's so weird you can't have another island. I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. just find that, find that strange. Like, why is it tied to your Switch? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Like, I remember back in the GameCube days in the original Animal Crossing, we had different towns, like, saved on each individual memory card, and that's how we kind of, like, each had our own town as siblings. Yeah. So, yeah, it is kind of weird as tied to the system. I'll, I'll, I'll agree. Yeah. Um. I mean, at least there was, there was that option back then, you know, so... Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that would really... Like, if, you know, you were in a house with two people playing it, you mm -hmm. would pretty much have to have your own console yeah so but uh one one pro tip i'll give before i stop talking about animal crossing if you do start a second character that is a way that you can buy more than one painting from red who's a new addition who just got it added in who sells you the paintings whenever he comes to visit 
Um, just be aware that red can sometimes have multiple real paintings, and sometimes you can have no real paintings. So you don't want to, you got to really inspect those paintings so you don't get a fraud. I saw people <laughs> complaining about all fakes and stuff online. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just super disappointing when they're all fakes like even if you don't get duped per se just because how infrequently he visits it's like now i'm gonna have to wait like two more weeks until you come back to get a chance of getting the painting <laughs> so one thing about animal crossing i actually shared with a friend today um <laughs> was i saw some t-shirt thing on facebook where it was like death metal bands but all featuring KK Slider. Yeah. And all the names were changed and it was hilarious. Like, oh, that sounds amazing. Like instead of Slayer, it was like Slider and it has them all like in a pentagram. <laughs> like, <laughs> and just like all these really, you know, funny death metal bands, but with KK Slider and different like um, animations and stuff. I thought it was pretty funny. So oh, I tagged that's... my friend on it and he's all into. Um, metal and stuff and was like these are for you <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it so good yeah uh but yeah what else have i been playing besides animal Crossing, which is always all the time every day um <laughs> uh recently did a stream of uh zach and wiki quest for barbaro's treasure um check it out on our channel if you haven't uh it's we did finish the game uh this saturday so um you finished the game i finished yeah i didn't even watch it <laughs> sorry <laughs> you know it's, it's probably for the better um because i definitely did get stuck on uh, quite a number of puzzles so if you want to watch it after the fact you can just fast forward anytime i look like i'm stuck on a puzzle for too long i won't be offended at all <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was, I was actually like i want to check it out because i remember getting that game on Wii and um, I thought it was fun. I played like an hour of it maybe or so. And then I just never went back to it for whatever reason. I just kind of sat it down and it may have been around the time, like there was a time during the Wii. So probably around like Twilight Princess. No, Skyward Sword, not Twilight Princess. Let me double Princess. check the date. I think it was 2007. So but... yeah, whenever like Skyward Sword came out, um, which I think that was like late Wii, that was like 2010. 2011 when Skyward Sword came out but there was a good time where like I didn't yeah it was 2007 okay yeah so I guess but from what I remember that was a big year for games there was like Mario Galaxy there was Portal there was just yeah. so many heavy hitters yeah I don't even think I, I can definitely see that being pushed aside I don't even think I heard of it until it was probably at least 2010 because I was living that was when I got my first place out of after school and mm. um and I remember that's when I played Zack and Wiki, and I thought it was cool. Like I said, I just never went back to it because it was around that time. Like even like Skyward Sword, I stopped playing it like halfway through the game for like years, and that was just <laughs> something that like I never did. It was just my time, the time of my life. Like arcade stuff was really starting to take over my life with uh, getting arcade cabinets and repairing stuff, and then I just kind of put my console stuff to the side and. I even like sold off like my original GameCube. I kept all the games, but I sold off the console because I had the Wii and then <laughs> sold off my original PlayStation and I sold off a bunch of stuff that I had and <laughs> sold my Atari and my Intellivision. And now I wish I had it all back, at least the Intellivision, <laughs> because I had like 40 games for the Intellivision and I think I sold it for like 40 bucks, <laughs> oh, man. which at the time was probably not that, probably not that, um, 
not that good of a deal, but um, I don't know. I mean, I was happy with it at the time. But yeah, but yeah I know I've always wanted to play that game, though, so I do need to check out your stream. I just yeah, yeah. haven't done it. I I was pleasantly surprised to be reminded like how creative that game was. It had some really kind of fun and clever puzzle designs. Um, I was also truly reminded of like how frustrating sometimes the Wii mechanics can be sometimes. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it it was a game full of highs and lows, but uh, overall it was a really cool game, and I just think a really fun kind of side project that capcom had if i think they have a strong foundation if they ever wanted to bring it back it was a very different and original game yeah um and then the other game i recently picked up that i've kind of been enjoying on my own time uh is a uh, bug fables i think the subtitle is something like the everlasting sapling i don't know i didn't write it down but um <laughs> bug fables yeah <laughs> it's pretty much a like spiritual successor to paper mario like it is a pretty much one-to-one -one, like i want to be paper mario i'm making a paper mario game this is paper mario <laughs> yeah. and that's good i mean you think like usually games that are inspired like that usually are pretty decent um instead of them just using paper mario assets and getting the game shut yeah. down by nintendo like you know if you want to be successful and get your game out there use your own you know use your own yeah. assets and you know success happens like i've heard nothing but good things about this game oh yeah like i'm i'm really impressed from what i've been playing so far like they have act really nailed down like the aesthetic the like mechanic feeling like it is really just well done like being compared to Nintendo, that is high praise if you're able to capture all those kind of elements and and at the same time still being like very original um, and kind of having your own kind of creative spins on it. Like in this game, you have three characters that you control the whole time. So um, and they each kind of have their own kind of feel to their moveset. So that is very unique and cool versus paper mario where you're always mario and like you're one partner this is like three characters um and just like the the writing's very charming the world is cool to explore yeah i'm, I'm having a, a fun time um one of the cool thing that they do is the game is very easy unless uh they give you the option to equip a hard badge like right at the start of the game, which I definitely recommend if you are experienced at all in Paper Mario games, put that on and they'll make the game much more challenging, but it's so much more satisfying and having that option right off the bat is so rewarding. Um, and they, the game also rewards you with like extra experience and cool items if you do that. So it's that kind of fun incentive to do give yourself that challenge besides cool yeah so yeah i'm having a blast with that game so far i'm only on chapter three i think it's like six chapters so probably about halfway through the game do you so, know how much it was it was 25 dollars um which is a little more expensive on consoles i think it's only 20 dollars if you get it on pc or steam mm -hmm. but um i didn't mind plug putting the money down for it because it looks like exactly what i want and 
I kind of want to be like, hey, Nintendo, people are willing to buy this, this, this yeah. Paper Mario, so take note. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I guess if that's it, that can jump us right into our next, uh, our next topic. It is a good segue <laughs> from Paper Mario inspired games to, hey, guess what? Nintendo announced a new Paper Mario game. <laughs> the day after our last podcast. Yes. <laughs> so, um, uh, again, this was like a, a late night announcement, wasn't it? Yeah. I thought yeah, it was. It was like, I'm pretty sure it was late at night and just like out of the blue. Here's a trailer. Just like, what? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was I think it was again like 10 o'clock or whatever. Paper Mario, um, the Origami King was um, announced and I thought the game looked awesome from the trailer and I, I've never been a huge Paper Mario fan um, but I, I've always loved Super Paper Mario I thought that was my favorite um, out of the ones I've played um, and just had interest in um, but that was mostly I think because it wasn't really an RPG it was more <laughs> of an action RPG I guess Yes. You had RPG so, elements, but, you know... Your, your experience with the Paper Mario series is, is somewhat in the non-traditional aspects of it. Yeah, and I think that's why... Because like, it's funny, because I think the game looks fun. Like, just the dialogue was making me laugh. The way they presented the trailer was awesome. The trailer looked cut so well. How, you know, how they put it together was so well done. And, um... I'm, I'm excited for it. I thought it looked gorgeous. Um... They had like the scenes of like 2D Mario in a 3D space, but then you had all the light reflections coming off of you in the dungeon, and it just looked so pretty. Everything it had that like um, kind of like how uh, Yoshi's Crafted World was, how everything had that like shine to it, uh, like um, physical paper craft feel. Yeah, just of, yeah. Like, looked, all the textures and objects. It looked really, really good, and um, yeah, the dialogue, like I said a few times here, it was just it was just making me laugh because it was like paper <laughs> puns left and right. Uh, I love, I love that intro, just like the mood that it established with like the paper peach and just like your answers are paper thin and just like yeah yeah and it was dark it got so yeah. dark so fast and it was i don't know i'm i'm super excited for it um you know it's i'm gonna definitely play this um last paper mario i played the whole way through was probably super paper mario i was the only one i actually beat so um i'm definitely looking forward to grabbing this and giving it a try and, and you know or at least putting it in my switch collection of games that just sit there <laughs> so <laughs> I haven't bought a game all year, so I think this is this will definitely be the one that uh gets purchased day one. Um But yeah, I know that uh some people are, you know upset because it doesn't it's, look it's like it's had mixed reactions <laughs> for sure. Um and I can I can probably speak a little more on the other side of it. Um like the first trailer I saw, I was cautiously optimistic because, um, like you said, the the art direction is just so good looking. It looks super creative. The writing looks fun, um, and it looked like it was kind of taking inspiration from the whole series, like the best elements of each each game in the series. So, I I was optimistic that it might kind of find more of its roots and where it's kind of veered off in recent uh, games. Um, they recently released a kind of a new five minute trailer. I don't know if you've had time to check that out yet. I haven't watched it yet. I did right. see that it was announced. I just um, didn't 
didn't click on it. I think it came yeah. out just the other day. It was just a few days ago. So, so with that new kind of look that they gave, I'm a little more hesitant now, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll just speak on like two things that they showed. Um, so the battle system looks very different. Um, they kind of teased it in the trailer, like they showed very two brief clips of it, but it has that kind of circular ring now where you're like rotating enemies and lining them up and kind of battling. And it's just very different from the entire series. And I don't mind different. Um, I think it's cool that they're taking a creative, like different approach to it. It'll be interesting. So it's kind of more proven tell. We'll see how it plays. Um, so I, that I'm not too worried about, but the bosses look very uninspiring to me. <laughs> um, they showed like three different bosses in this new clip, and they're basically, I don't know if you know about Sticker Star or Color Splash, but one of their kind of gimmicks of those is taking real world objects and using them as like gameplay kind of mechanics and this time they're using them for the bosses so you're fighting like colored pencils or a roll of office tape yeah. or rubber bands and i'm just like yeah it's it's funny once but to make it a staple of the game make it like the <laughs> entire game it's just when 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 you look at the rest of the paper mario series and how cool and creative their bosses can be it it, it bums me out a little bit and the same thing can kind of be said for the partners. Um, I'm I'm happy that this does look like that it has partners again, like the Babam and the Explorer Toad and stuff. But at the same time, they seem very basic still. They don't seem as memorable as what you had in like the first two Paper Mario games. So my my cautious optimism has kind of taken a step back to. Uh, yeah, a little more wary, but I'm still intrigued to pick this one up. It does look like a step in the right direction, but I'm not like hopes I don't are know. high. I'm a little, I'm a little more cautious <laughs> now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, and, and with Ghost of Tsushima coming out the same day, I might pick that up first and then eventually pick up Paper Mario. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I'm probably definitely gonna pick it up. Um, like I said, probably day one just to have it. I mean, we'll see yeah. what I'm into you, you'll, at that you'll point. You'll give us the first impressions. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, but, you know, with that said, like I said, Super Paper Mario is the game. I have yeah. I have Thousand Year Door here that I've never played before. Yeah, you can play that. <laughs> play that. <laughs> so um, I never played it other than just, like, the intro, and that's just my fault because I'm, I'm an idiot. <laughs> and, if you play that game, you, you will probably get a better understanding of what makes that so special and i think i'd like it because like i said i'm in the mood right now to play a, a rpg and i think that mm -hmm. will scratch the itch it's just i think it's right up your alley into like the type of rpg you enjoy yeah. like with a little bit of interactivity and kind of like that still like oh adventure exploration of the open world kind of yeah yeah i do want to play it there's a there's so many games it's just like i said right now i just don't want to sit in front of a tv <laughs> <laughs> you know if you stream it i'll i'll watch and interact with you <laughs> all right maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll do that then because it's it's <laughs> i gotta play something but but right now i think i'm hesitant to do that because 
I don't want to. Because of this coming out. I don't want to play it, and then that comes out, and then I buy it, and then you know everyone's gonna be talking about it. So. Yeah. And that that's probably the other reason I might end up waiting is because I'm getting my Paper Mario fixed in right now with Bug Fables. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see when it comes out. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah, well, I guess we'll see. But it was just funny that that was announced literally the day after. <laughs> and, and we've talked about, like, I know you've wanted a new Paper Mario game for a while. Oh, definitely. And um, I just thought that was funny that that's what got announced. And um, I think we even may have talked about it that episode. Said something. No, because we talked about the rumor. There was the rumor of the... Um, the Mario HD the Mario collection. collection, which included a, a, a mention of a new Paper Mario. So, yeah, hey, maybe that's a, a little extra evidence towards the Mario 3D collection coming. Maybe. So well, hope so. Yeah, hopefully, because, yeah, I definitely want to run around the, the Mario 64 world again. <laughs> <laughs> and I still need to play Galaxy, too. I've only played like the oh, first definitely. like yeah. two worlds of that, maybe. <laughs> so. But. All right. Do you want to take a break now, and then I think I think this will be PS5 a good time stuff? for a break, and then we can transition to, into a PlayStation state of mind. All right, <laughs> state of mind. We'll, ah. get, we'll directly change <laughs> to a PlayStation state of mind. <laughs> All right, guys. We will be right back. We are back to talk about the state of plays from Sony PlayStation. Yes. So I'm going to go they, ahead. They recently had a few. Yeah. Um, so Patrick can take this one away. <laughs> <laughs> well, one I'll have more to say about than the other because I don't really care about the other as much. But uh, so they recently showcased two games which are coming out soon. Um, one was for Ghost of Tsushima, which is coming out in july and the other was for the last of us part two which is coming out in june um actually i think it's just hitting maybe next week the reviews are just starting to come in now um which as expected a lot of critics are singing its praises as like it's the best guy ever and although there are a few mixed reviews and that which is kind of where my mindset is on the game which is why i don't care too much but it just seems way overly violent to me as in something i don't really want to play it just it seems too gruesome like i don't think i would enjoy playing this so now is this um, the game where where you like kill dogs is that what's coming out about this game i haven't, I haven't heard about that i feel like i just saw something about killing dogs and people were really uh, off about it on twitter i think i just saw it like this afternoon but <laughs> I don't know. Um. It could very likely be. Um, so, 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 so the first game on um, when it came on PS3, uh, even though that game is very violent, it was supposedly a game about love, in the fact of 
uh, Joel and his relationship with this girl, Ellie, and how you kind of build this relationship over the game and how he'll fight to do whatever to protect her out of an act of love in sense. Um, and this game is supposed to be a story about hate and like revenge and so that's just what the world like, needs right this now this violent game and see how much darker you can pull it it's just <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what just... 2020 needs more of <laughs> I, I just i can't i can't i'm sorry i'm nowhere near in the right mindset to be to have this game in my life right now well last of us i don't know it was it wasn't it like delayed until like next year and then it leaked and then now they said it's <laughs> now they're releasing it now and like yeah there's like I, some really it weird it had such a weird debacle in that sense yeah like it got delayed first and then it got delayed indefinitely like it's not coming out anytime soon and then it got leaked, and then they were like, well, actually, it's coming out in June because we need this game to sell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never played. I've never played the first one again. I don't I've never owned a PS4. So like I enjoyed the first game, like it definitely has merits to why people love it so much. But yeah, I am not really into a game that gets as dark as that does. So I remember watching a friend play it once when I went to his house and, um, you know, he was stoked on it and I just, it's just something I, again, I just never, if I had a PS4, I'd probably would have played it, but yeah, but, um, but the other state of play, the one for Ghost of Tsushima, I cannot wait for that game. That game looks amazing from what they showed off. If, if you're looking for a game that will scratch your Breath of the Wild itch. I, I have a feeling this might be a good game, a contender, because mm -hmm. um, the open world just looks beautiful. It looks so cool. You can summon your horse and start riding on it. And what looked really cool that I showed off in that demo is like the subtle way in which you can look for guides to like objectives. Like apparently, like the wind will start blowing in a way towards your objective as a way to guide you, or like birds will start flying and you'll start following them and it'll lead you to kind of missions and stuff it's so cool and yet it doesn't feel like out of place like it keeps you really immersed in the experience and it's just a really neat way of kind of uh implementing that i think um, I, I only saw the first announcement trailer for that game i think i think it was the first announcement trailer it was in that last state of play they did um when they just had that kind of like trailer like they just showed like him in the woods and started like yeah, yeah, yeah. I know killing everybody and going crazy yeah so i definitely recommend watching this i think it was like a 15 minute state of play when you get a chance i remember it shows them a lot more it. of the gameplay okay and it just looks so so good yeah um, i saw the announcement for the state of play but since you know again i don't have ps4 i was just kind of like meh it <laughs> didn't pay attention right, to it at all so. true, true, true. i don't blame you in that regard um yeah. But I'll check but, it out. If, if you're saying it's, uh, you know, might have that open world exploration. Yeah, yeah. And thing. and the combat seems pretty cool, too, in the sense that you you can choose the style of play that you want. If you want to be more like aggressive, counterattacking combat focused like a samurai, or if you want to be more like a stealthy ninja, kind of sneak around, you can kind of customize your character into a direction of your choosing. Mm -hmm. So... I think like the last ninja game I ever played was like Tenchu Stealth Assassins on PS1. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but yeah it, it amuses me too that this is also coming out the same day as paper mario i haven't seen anything yet but i'm really hoping that this will spawn some kind of new memes like we had <laughs> with for isabel like, uh, and doom, yeah, Animal Crossing doom. <laughs> so yeah. but we'll see we'll see that that's really all i have to say on that so we won't we won't spend too much time talking about guys really what we want to talk about is the big playstation news the ps5 reveal event <laughs> yeah so um this was delayed a week uh due to the uh protests for uh racial injustice <laughs> so um sony and pretty much every corporation came out saying you know that they stand for the protests and the people which is fantastic yes and um they uh, delayed this big announcement to not take away from the spotlight of what was going on around the country and the world, for that matter. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, um, they did end up announcing it this Thursday, and yeah. it was um, it was funny because I didn't expect it to just be like forty five straight minutes of games. It, it was it was like. <laughs> over an hour it yeah, was long <laughs> it was really long and i wasn't ex- although like the entire time they kept like doing these weird teases of like shapes and triangles like for like two or three seconds like the big reveal is coming Just keep watching <laughs> yeah and that's why i was like you know getting i was getting irritated because i was you know i i wanted to turn off my computer and it was just still playing and still playing and it's like come on i gotta make dinner come on <laughs> <laughs> just about, I wish they would have done it a little later in the night but um, but anyway they um, they opened it the opening was hilarious oh yeah they opened the trailer well, well, after their like little <laughs> montage um. they, oh yeah and they do yeah. that so the first thing they show is that Sony this the original Sony PlayStation uh, boot screen and mm-hmm. so immediately I'm like, cool, we're gonna find out about backwards compatibility, which is what you know <laughs> we'll get into that later. And um, I was like, well, if they're showing that, it's gonna play everything. It's gotta play everything. So they do a quick little montage of that, and then they cut into Rockstar Games. And immediately I'm like, oh shit, Grand Theft Auto Six. That's cool, <laughs> you know. Like, you know, we knew it was coming eventually. Um, I, it's funny. I always get excited for Grand Theft Auto games, even though I never beaten one. I've never... They're somewhat in a way like a fun tech demo, kind of like your Gran Turismo or something. Just seeing like the generational leap of this franchise. Because like I remember, like I used to play a lot of GTA 2 on the PC, and then three, like I, I was so excited for three on PS2, and then and I think I had three on my computer as well. But then like Vice City was like, oh man, I gotta get Vice City, and that was like the first one when I had a job, and like. I worked in a video game section of a store and we like the box came down the conveyor belt to our section from the truck and I was like I'm buying this right now and I took it right back to customer service and bought it I was like <laughs> so excited to get uh, Vice City and again it's just like one of those games that like I'll play the missions for a while but then once I start failing one over and over again then I just start seeing how wanted i can get and how long i can stay away and (laughs) and then i'll do cheat codes and just destroy the town and just it's it's just i don't know why it's so like i enjoy doing that so much in the game i think it's just just to see what you can do it's like whatever Mm -hmm. what 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 they can allow you to do in the game i think is what's fun about it um have you played five at all 
I don't know if you. I, I haven't really played any of them to be honest. No. I've I watched people play them and stuff, but. Okay, I played a little yeah. bit of four. I played a little bit of four, which I always think like the dialogue's hilarious. <laughs> um, I've never played San Andreas, but I've heard San Andreas is like the best one. That's what everyone says. I mean, I know three in Vice City were like very high regarded. Um, I never played San Andreas. Uh, it was just at that time when I really wasn't playing video games when it came out. I wasn't playing much. And, um, but yeah, so they, sh you know, four's out. I played that a little bit and five <laughs> I've played a little bit of, and I own five through like every store online because they, I bought it from Rockstar and then I got it on Steam through a CD code from somebody. And then Epic just gave and it away for free and, recently. And then Epic <laughs> gave it for free. So it's like, all right. I'll take it because it's free. I'll put it on my account and I can play it wherever. And yet this game still keeps selling the top every yeah, month. It's for top, all time. It's top 10 every month. Whenever you look at any of the NPD data that comes out. And then, <laughs> but what's crazy is, so, you know, we're, we're thinking six, six, six. And then it says Grand Theft Auto five. What was it? Expanded edition. I think is what they called it. Here, here's the craziest part to me. They spend like, I don't know. It feels like forever. I guess it probably in reality is only like two or three minutes, but they're showing this PS4 graphics trailer saying that it's coming to PS5. And like, why are they spending all this time not even like showing us what it's going to look like? They could have just... at least pulled it from like a computer showing it in like 4K and just said it was PS5. But dude, this game came out in 2013. Yeah. It's a seven year old game. I don't. All right. Like, it's, it's crazy. Fuddles me. I mean, it's it, it almost makes this me. This is how you want to set the tone to start the event. It's just like it also it also makes me wonder if if you're going to have backwards compatibility because what's who if you owned a PS4 uh, majority of the people probably own P, Grand Theft Auto 4. You know, it's probably a very very you know high attach rate for a ps4 console but yeah. but yeah the game like is why why would they need to buy the game again other than these enhanced features which they don't even show yeah i'm really <laughs> wondering and actually i just thought about that right now as we were talking like i wonder if there's gonna be or it's gonna be like selective backwards compatibility yeah so they they they, they said there's gonna be backwards compatibility in some means, but they have left that entirely vague and not really specified. Yeah, so we'll get how into that's the, gonna work. Yeah, we'll get into that. But yeah. that's what they opened with, which I I had to mention just because I thought it was. Yeah, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> Buried that memory already. I just thought that was crazy. <laughs> like you, you know, that's not a way to sell the the system. I mean, it's one thing <laughs> to say like, hey, it's available. Like toss it into the rest of the trailer, but like to to kick off kickoff show is a huge troll huge <laughs> troll moment um. uh, fortunately, fortunately the event did get better at least in terms of games um after that but yeah that was such a weird way to start <laughs> so yeah if you want to go over some of the other games um and i'll let you take over this part because i don't have a ps4 i, don't know. <laughs> right, I haven't right. owned a playstation since two other than the broken three i have Mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm not gonna highlight every game that was in the event only because there was a lot um so i'll just kind of highlight the games i think will be 
most likely you'll want to hear about or that I find particularly interesting that I want to talk about. Um, but some of the big hitters that they announced was there's going to be a new Spider-Man Miles Morales. That was the um, second. I think that was the second game they showed. I think that's what they showed after yeah. GTA 5. Yeah. Which was a, a much redeeming note. Um, <laughs> although um, it's been kind of fuzzy on the details of what type of game this is. If it's a sequel, if it's a full game, if it's a small game, it's DLC. Um, I think the word right now is that it is going to be a standalone game. Um, I think it's more in a smaller capacity, though. Think of if you think of the Uncharted games and they had that one smaller spinoff, Uncharted Lost Legacy, it's probably going to be more on that kind of scope. Which is kind of the impression that I got. It, it, it seems like it's using the same kind of Spider-Man engine, just making a new kind of campaign with this uh new character so yeah. um i'm i'm actually looking forward to that just because i'm i really want backwards compatibility mm -hmm. and because i want to play spider-man i never played it yeah heard it's Spider -Man awesome was fantastic and yeah if they give us more with it with new story like that is only a good thing. <laughs> like the last thing I played was this Spider-Man VR game, and it was based off of the the last movie. Which, you know, it's it's a VR game. Oh. It was fun, but I was like, as I was playing it in VR, I was like, I really want to play that Spider-Man game on PS4. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, just some cheesy movie yeah, promotion yeah. thing they gave out. Insomniac knocked that out of the park. It was so good. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'll, I'll jump to their other game that they showed, which was crazy that they had two games to show in one press conference. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, um, which is a fun series. And um, I think this was the one game in the dem in their whole lineup that was actually showed why a PS5 could be... Like, why it would be needed for a game like this. Um, the fact that they had dimension hopping between whole worlds that could load like that like i don't think you could really do that on this current hardware to load such giant worlds seamlessly without like little load time that is actually a concept that is really cool that they're pushing with this hardware it looked so. really cool um i've never played ratchet and clank games i feel like maybe i played the first one like the ps2 one, yeah, same, same. But I don't recall like anything about it, other than like I said, I used to work in a video game like section of the store, and we, I just knew it was a game that everybody mm -hmm. wanted. I saw it all the time. I just never bought it. Never. So it's, it's like a cartoony adventure game. Like there are many, um, but they're kind of duo uh, setup that makes this game unique. Is you collect lots of different types of guns and they're like wacky guns that do crazy stuff like turn enemies into sheep or start making them dance or like you're like using anti-gravity boots or stuff it's just really wacky creative kind of gizmos that you pick up as you go through these kind of wacky sci-fi adventures so um yeah and then their jump to like PS4. I think they kind of rebooted the series at that point um, and kind of took elements of the original games and started rebooting it. But it looks so pretty now um, and only more so with the PS5. So, um, probably the other two big games of this uh, event were 
ever wanted to see a new Horizon game and they weren't disappointed where they got Horizon Forbidden West. And this game definitely seems like it's um, <laughs> taking cues from Breath of the Wild. Uh, yeah. Chad definitely knows one shot for sure when yeah. she's climbing the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, again, like this is another game that I, I want a PS4 for. And I actually almost like bought a PS4 last uh black friday but they were all sold out um i waited too long to buy one but um this would be a, this and spider-man and maybe god of war were the ones that i really wanted to um to get for uh to get into and everybody loves golf hot shots <laughs> golf rebranded um there <laughs> really looking forward to playing that and um but yeah horizon looked great uh, I, I remember watching the comparison videos of um, Horizon versus Breath of the Wild, and everyone was like, "Oh, Horizon, Horizon, Horizon," and I was like, "But look at the little details. There were little details in Breath of the Wild that weren't <laughs> there in Horizon, and Horizon was this, you know, this graphically intensive, beautiful game that everyone was clamoring over. But you couldn't, you couldn't go pick your arrow back up that you <laughs> shot, or you couldn't see, you know, you couldn't throw a bomb into the river and f blow fish up out of them." Um, like you or can't you, you the wild. like point your bow at a person and they would just stand there like hello yeah <laughs> meanwhile in breath of the wild they'd actually like react like whoa yeah there's just <laughs> little details um but then you know we all know breath of the wild just completely changed the game with its open world uh mm -hmm. climbing mechanic and everything where you can literally go anywhere unless it's raining yep. <laughs> so yeah there, there are definitely lots of comparisons based off their close release date for when those two games launched and i think horizon 2 is taking a lot of cues of those kind of criticisms as well as oh. and like i think it's really trying to push it with this sequel um like like those underwater sections look so cool the fact that you now have like underwater exploration too on top of this beautiful buried open world on the surface so yeah it looks really cool um like i said I've, I've been looking forward to playing it um it's actually coming out on pc it is horizon yes. the first one um i i would assume that the second one if the first one sells well you'll probably get the second one too um down the road but eventually yeah, yeah. but i still think like yeah, if I get a PS5, this is definitely going to be a purchase day one when it comes out. Yeah, I actually haven't played the original yet, but I've been tempted many times, and really I ought to. Like, I it's think been it's on so sale cheap. right now for it's, 10 bucks. It's always so. like, yeah, it's been like 15, <laughs> 20 bucks for like yeah. at least a year now. But we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Um, and the other big game that everyone wanted was clamoring for, I really have no affinity for this, but it did look cool uh demon souls is being remastered by blue point who i think most recently did the shadow of colossus remake which was beautiful um so i can definitely see why people are excited for this game which everyone loves to begin with and to have it done so amazingly is going to be very cool um don't have much more to say about that unless yeah <laughs> I, I know nothing about that yeah. game i saw it and i was like is this dark souls i have no idea what this is <laughs> yeah is it the same series like i i, I know nothing about I, it i think it's oh it's like the same vein it's like the first yeah. one apparently from what i'm yeah. seeing here yeah yeah 
Yeah, I don't know. I've so. never I've never played those games. And when I did play Dark Souls on Switch when it came out, I thought it was the clunkiest, worst playing game I ever played in my life. Yeah, I, I'm not <laughs> particularly into that genre or like those controls. I don't know the heavy like dodging, airing just never really clicked with me. Um, yeah, but that's cool. But it's cool. People it's cool. People, people be happy yeah. for that, so that's cool. I'm sure it'll sell plenty. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Uh, Resident Evil is still kicking strong with their new <laughs> Resident Evil 8 for Eighth Village. entry in the main series. Yeah. Which I still need to play 7, dude, because 7's been mm -hmm. on... It was on sale for 9 bucks the other day, and I was like, why don't I buy this? Like, it's... And 7 just did really well for, like, continuing the series. Like, I feel like Resident Evil has found its groove again in terms of, like, both new games and kind of resurrecting their older games and just a breath of like fresh air it's just so the thing that sucks is like i loved resident evil like when it first came out when i got my playstation and saw resident evil for the first time it was like mind-blowing even with the tank controls that you know when you walk and stuff it was horrible but that game blew my mind with like just the the shock scares and everything like <laughs> i don't know i just thought it was so cool and um just mm -hmm. totally a thing of its time i guess but i remember like loving the first one playing the second one i, I don't even think i beat the first one but i know i beat the second one uh multiple times i beat the third one a few times and then the fourth one which everyone loves and it's re-released on everything i'm horrible <laughs> at it like i am so bad at that game i die roughly right after the village at the very beginning i like get to the i either die at the lake or it's right past the lake after that big like alligator thing eats me <laughs> <laughs> i think i've gotten past it on my recent play that i did on my i got it on my computer and um i was hoping mouse and keyboard would make it feel a little better <laughs> but no i just i'm so bad at those games still <laughs> like i don't know why yeah. But but after that, like after the fourth one, I never played five. I heard I think it was five or six. I heard was just terrible. Yeah, I don't, I don't think people like five was a step down, and then I think six was even worse. So I think yeah. it kind of went downhill from there. Because I remember almost buying it for PS4 mm -hmm. on um, or maybe it was on Xbox. It was on like one of the Black Friday deals. I went to Best Buy, and they were like they had them laying there for like they were like five bucks, or it was like buy three for you know. 25 bucks or something like that and um i almost bought it just to have it and be like well if i ever get a ps4 this was cheap but then i was like yeah why <laughs> I, you know, i've heard mixed things about it but yeah. but with that seven i've wanted to play for the longest time because but the big thing for me is i want to play it in vr mm -hmm. and it's it for what i heard was that it had a one-year exclusive deal with playstation vr and then it would be released on PC in VR, and it was never released in PC on in VR that I'm aware of, unless it is now. But that was like the big thing. Like I haven't looked for it in a while, but that was always what kind of held me back from buying it. Mm. Was I wanted to play it in VR just because you know I feel like it looked really cool. I, well, I, heard, I heard people. About it. I heard. Yeah. I heard it was good. I heard people were getting sick from it too. But that could have been related to the PSVR, how it has a, a different Maybe. refresh rate than the Oculus. Um, 
but it's something I've wanted to play in VR just to experience yeah. it. Since I did love the series, you know, as a kid growing up with it, I do have like, you know, a little bit of nostalgia for it. Um, so eight, as soon as I saw like the trailer at the beginning, I was like, I was like, you know, talking, I was like, this, this is Resident Evil, isn't it? And sure enough, it was like the village. <laughs> yeah. And then I was I'm, like, I'm curious if it's going to be in VR too, only because they chose to keep the first person perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, they haven't said anything yet, but it is interesting that both or sorry, Resident Evil uh, Seven and Eight are are in first person, which is kind of a difference in the rest of the series. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it looks great. It looks just whatever new direction they've taken this series in, like the the style and art direction, and just everything feels so polished now. It's so good. Yeah. And, so. and the remakes have been great too like the remakes yeah. they've been doing like everyone's loving those i haven't played them but like the footage i've seen of them it's like they're fixing a lot of the you know core mechanic issues with those games and you mm -hmm. know really tying it on there where you can control your camera and you know you don't have static images and stuff like that yeah. <laughs> but i'm um, definitely tempted to check them out at some point yeah. maybe maybe they'll do some kind of bundle of those remakes for ps5 and yeah. enough time comes by i wouldn't be surprised if they do i mean it wouldn't be the first time they've done a resident evil bundle they had one mm -hmm. for gamecube that was all the remakes from one to four and including zero so they did yeah. like an actual bundle pack um so it maybe maybe down the road and plus i mean those games typically don't hold their value because they're so popular and so mm -hmm. many people buy them so you can usually yeah. pick i up don't them. i don't think they're like particularly long games either so now you can usually pick them up pretty cheap to used i mean i know some of them on the gamecube are a little expensive and that's just because you know they were more rare on the gamecube because more people were playing them on ps2 or um you know had the originals or hell even on dreamcast around that time <laughs> like <laughs> so right. people weren't really clamoring to buy the resident evil games on gamecube other than four which four is probably the cheapest one you'll get which is crazy that game was exclusive to gamecube <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of gamecube got that resident evil license which is insane that's crazy yeah so, all right only only a few more games we'll talk about at least that i want to uh, highlight because i think they're cool um and that would be uh one is astrobots playroom yeah that looks if cool. you haven't played astrobots for vr it is phenomenal it is like one of the best vr games as like the closest equivalent you can get to a mario game it is so much fun the platform is so solid the charm and creativity out the wazoo and just they really played with the ideas of like vr and like perspective and stuff it was such a cool game and uh this one is not vr as far as i'm aware but instead it seems like they're focusing on all the unique aspects of the controller for the what do they call it dual sense now not yeah. dual shock you said this yeah. is going to be a pack-in right or is something you so, heard yes. This, this game apparently is going to be pre-installed on every PS5, so think of it like your Wii Sports for uh, uh, PS5, except it's Astrobots. Um, <laughs> and it seems like it's designed very specifically to show off the cool new features of this new controller. With the, the HD touch. <laughs> the haptic feedback or HD touch, as we like to call it. Um, 
and those kind of pressure-sensitive analog triggers and just all kinds of the features of it. So I think it should be fun, even if it may be a smaller game, um, since it's a free pack-in. So that's just cool. Something to be aware of. Um, For sure. Another game that looked really cool. I don't know if I'm going to mispronounce this. I think it's Kina or Kena, uh, Bridge of Spirits. Um, it's K-E-N-A. But uh, this is made by the same people. I don't know if you saw the the fan trailer that of uh, Majora's Mask HD, which was so cool. Uh, so these brothers who are like a, more a commercial animation studio are now starting to do game development. This is one of their games here. And oh my gosh, does it look so good. Like it looks like the animation is just so crisp it looks like a pixar kind of like movie or something but it has so many kind of cool game kind of gameplay mechanics seem to be woven in it seems like a cool zelda adventure maybe mixed with a little god of war a little pikmin-esque oh, maybe some okami restoring nature it has so many good vibes of other games mixed into this and i I just think this looks amazing. Um. <laughs> yeah, it looked cool for sure. Um, one thing I actually, so I just I just Googled it real quick because uh, I wanted to make sure it was the right game I was thinking of. Um, <laughs> I just found an article that it's actually coming to PC as well this year. Yes. This year. <laughs> I was going to mention that. Um, <laughs> a lot of the games they showed during this event, they alluded to as being PS5 only. But if you watch the trailers after the fact that they upload separately, they will say like, oh, it's actually coming to this and this system or it's coming to this and this system. Like Kina here is uh, coming to PS4, PS5 and PC. Yeah, and it's only a timed console exclusive. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's pretty I cool. I feel it's a little misleading how they presented these games. It's actually um, on Epic right now. It's coming soon. Yeah, so. <laughs> But, yeah. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of crossover. I don't know if there's actually many big exclusives at launch for this system. And and that's the thing with with this uh, generation of hardware. Um, like, and if you want to, let's talk about the last game real quick. One more we'll, game. One more yeah, game. One more game. We'll, we'll, we'll jump we'll, into that. Yeah. Because uh, this game just looks so amazing. <laughs> this just, game looked great. The, the trailer was. <laughs> perfection yeah. like the whole presentation was so good the music the humor just everything about it it's called a little devil inside and it looks like a like a quirky kind of like monster hunter game not not monster hunter per se but like some character who's like hunting glory and adventure and just like all these misadventures that he has and his butler who uh, I guess has a much more calm life, but the like contrast between the two is so humorous. Yeah, it, the the trailer was definitely making me laugh out loud. It's like probably one of the the only times I was really like, ha, for a game. Like that looks that looks fun. <laughs> that looks a lot of fun. Um, there was the only other game that made me laugh too, real quick, was Bug Snacks, and I think <laughs> it was them, but it, it was. It was it was just the music because it was just like bug snacks oh, yeah. snack. and i was like this is ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> they, they they definitely put the right amount of ridiculous like they knew they had to ramp it up to just make you laugh yeah <laughs> and... 
So, um, so I mean, that pretty much wraps up the games, and I had it written down on another list, but I don't have that um, computer on at the moment, which I should have probably prepared before <laughs> doing this. Um, but I wrote down all the dates that they showed. So, mm -hmm. majority of the games didn't have a date. Yeah. Like, there was no date at all. Not, <laughs> not even a year. Um, a handful of them were 2020. Mm-hmm. And then you had a, a few that were 2021. Yeah. And then we had the one, which was that space game, astronaut, Kojima-style game, <laughs> yeah. that was 2022, I think is what they had the yep. date for that. <laughs> um, but the thing I thought was weird is that, like, the, you, there was, the ones that had no dates, it's like, okay, so what's... You have to assume... I'm assuming the ones that are launching in 2020 are the ones that are going to be launching with the console just because of the way it works out and the, there was one game i think it was that fighter game was it was there samurai showdown did they talk about a samurai showdown no no man i'm thinking of that because so. epic there was some fighting game um was it gods gods of something oh Godfall, whatever Godfall, maybe i think that said that weird trailer that had like be like music that that not fit at all with its trailer <laughs> <laughs> one of the games said fall 2020 that there was, were a few that was yeah. like the only one i saw because i was like writing them all down I, as we go and spider-man was slated for holiday 2020 okay, yeah so i saw holiday and then i saw fall so mm -hmm. i'm thinking like holiday to me is pretty much any time between that black friday november december, november, december. Of, fall yeah. is right before that like so September, September October, October, maybe early November. I mean, yeah. in the past, typically you've got an October, November release date for new consoles. So that's why I'm just wondering if that's I was just trying to figure that out. And they didn't give us any mm -hmm. of those details. Mm -hmm. So um, so you guys can get into like what the what the event left us wanting. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the console, by the way? <laughs> oh, so they showed off the console, which we didn't talk about. Uh, yeah, <laughs> after they showed off all those games, they finally showed it. They showed it out. And honestly, I thought it looked really cool. I think it looks really cool. The memes for it are great. <laughs> but I think as a console itself, it looks really, really neat. Um, it's very futuristic. And I have to say, it is growing on me. My first impression was, this is weird. What is this alien-like structure? What the heck is that lump on it? I'm just yeah. like, what is this? But it's it's really, I don't know, I think it looks cool. I think it definitely yeah, looks cool. Yeah. They're, the they're, more I look at it, the more I... They, they're I'm taking like, a risk with like design. This. They're taking yeah. a risk with design. But honestly, who's not going to buy PlayStation 5 because of how it looks? Like, yeah. honestly, yeah. nobody... Like, I don't feel like that's going to be... I don't thing. think it's important. I just the way they presented it made it seem like it should be important. The way they kept building, leading up to this, the entire event. Yeah, it like, was very slow, dude. Their yeah, uh, Let me talk about that too. The production of that video was so bad. It was all over the place. I like could not follow what was going on because it was just like jumping here, jumping here, little vibrating balls here, XOs, and I was just like, oh my god, just <laughs> just pick something and go with it, like. It was just so long, and then it would start showing game trailers in the middle of that, like recapping what you just saw. And it was, I was like, just show the console. 
Um, I don't know. I, I didn't like the way that they presented that. It was <laughs> it was starting to just it was too long and just drawn out. But but anyway, I did like the console. I thought it looked really cool. Um, the controller we've we've already seen in the past. Mm-hmm. It it's, it looks like a Dual Shock Four. It's it's whatever. Um, I'm not a fan of the symmetrical analog sticks <laughs> but um if i get a console this gen if i get a new console i'm absolutely getting a ps5 um and that's because of what i said before with um xbox most of their games are going to pc if not all mm-hmm. of their games exclusively going to pc and really the only game i play on console anymore is nhl which if they ever put that yeah. on pc again which doesn't look likely at this point um then I won't even need a console except for the PS4 exclusives or five, whatever PlayStation exclusives. Let's just yeah. call that. Um, but I thought it looked cool. I enjoyed it. And then they showed us the digital version, the digital only version, mm-hmm. which that brings up the price. Yep. So, so things we don't know still, <laughs> we don't know how much it's going to cost. We don't know when this is coming. Uh, we don't know the details if or how backwards compatibility works. And I didn't expect them to mention this yet, but we still don't know anything about like VR, which it seems like there's they're gonna do something with it, considering they have this new taco camera. The thing um, that the thing that's kind of funny about that too, though, is if you look at the PSVR, it matches the console. <laughs> it's white with the it's black true. accent on it and it, it I could see them reusing it just like I can see them reusing the new controllers. They need to move away from these PS3 wands that they developed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But there's been nothing about that. But but let's talk about the price real quick. So so yeah. release, yeah, they didn't tell us the release, but like I was saying, I I've got to imagine you're looking October, November, mm-hmm. maybe September. But I think it's more along those lines. And, and the only thing, you know, they have games announced for 2020 that are supposed to be coming out. So <laughs> and they're not going to they're not going to release a console after Black Friday, because that's always been when all the consoles, you know, people go out, and do their oh. shopping and all that stuff. And the only, the only reason I could say that they could is if they expect to have fewer consoles produced based off the limited production they seem to be anticipating. Yeah, but that didn't stop like the PS3 or the Wii, and those came out a week before Black Friday. Right. I, I'm just <laughs> so, saying, like, but just with the they, pandemic they're and stuff, have even more limited production based off world events right now. Like, yeah. if they're only going to sell so many, they can make the release date whenever they want. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. So release date is whatever we'll we'll find it out eventually mm-hmm. it's it's weird that they didn't give us that date um you'd think with so much hype they would have given us a release date Something to mark your calendar yeah, yeah that that would be the big thing um but let's talk about the price so <laughs> <laughs> this is what i'm really wondering because you you have kind of a mindset in your head based off similar specs of pcs yeah and i know that that doesn't always you know pc equivalents you know don't always cost the same obviously Mm -hmm. but 
the rumor is 500 bucks that's what i've seen the people mm -hmm. like constantly everyone's talking 500 dollars. is that too much for a console well i paid 500 for my xbox one <laughs> i i probably got my money's worth out of it from playing destiny one and um <laughs> playing a lot of nhl so you know whatever i'm i'm fine with that i bought it with the connect it was annoying and whatever <laughs> i got it like the day like the week it launched or something like that but um my concern is like i just i don't think 500 dollars is going to work <laughs> because <laughs> just because of the specs they're talking about like if you take the specs of that thing and match it up to the most equivalent um, GPU in a PC, like the GPU itself is going to cost that. <laughs> like, you know, you're looking five, six hundred bucks just for a graphics card. So I know, you know, it's a different market and it sells different things, but I just don't see how you're going to get that same. And I'm not just talking like graphic resolution. I'm talking about like teraflops, uh, your RAM, um, mm -hmm. everything that's on that graphics card that and matches what they're like saying. Only like less than a terabyte of memory. Like it's like 800 something. Yeah, that was kind of strange too. Yeah. Yeah, it was like 865 gig um, solid state and it's like a custom solid state drive. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I don't know how much, I don't know how much faster a custom SSD is going to run compared to a traditional SSD or a, was it M2, N2, NAND chip that goes in your PC, whatever it's called. Um, I don't know what the differences are really going to be on that because I've never really gotten that technical when it comes to my hard drive. Um, for me, my standard SATA SSD is doing what I needed to do. So. <laughs> but, um, you know, obviously it's faster and that makes the difference. And that's what is needed for these new gen games, especially when your games are installed to your to your hard drive locally you want to have the fastest read speeds because otherwise what's the point mm -hmm. um nobody wants load time and that's why you know you just that's why you have to push for that now and that's pretty much in my opinion the biggest jump you're going to see between gens here is going to be the speeds of loading and mm -hmm. a lot of people put in ssds in their own consoles anyway to kind of get that jump in speed on their current ps4s and ps4 pros um so but with that said like i don't personally see how it sells for less than 600 and even i think i personally i think 600 still low <laughs> like <laughs> i really do i feel like it's i feel like we're at a state where people spend money on technology and it's well known that people spend money on technology um iPhones are about a thousand dollars, and almost everybody has an iPhone. Um, you know, you have the Android crowd, but their phones are still six, seven hundred dollars if you buy them straight up without a contract or you know some sort of deal. I mean, that's that's usually how most people buy phones anyway. Because even if you buy it outright, you're still paying like you know thirty bucks a month for it or twenty bucks a month for it, unless you just go buy it straight up from you know the manufacturer um so i think if if we saw a 700 dollars console 
I honestly think it'll still sell <laughs> just because of our normal <laughs> thing. Um, the, the world is a lot different than what it was in 2007 when the PS3 came out. And it had its $600 price tag, which kind of floored the world. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think people will be shocked. But at the same time, I, I feel like the world's different when it comes to that kind of stuff. People will spend that, especially right now. If we stay in this state where people <laughs> want home entertainment, they're going to buy that. Um, if that came out, that would probably be the time to do it if at that price. Um, granted, you also have the other side of that where people aren't working um, <laughs> and people yeah. can't afford it. Can they afford a yeah so a six seven hundred dollar console when people are kind of struggling with the economy and yeah, who knows what if there are cheaper consoles out there like Microsoft will probably I'm guessing if this game of chicken continues we'll <laughs> probably try to release a cheaper console yeah and that's and the, thing the switch knows. of course is going to be so much cheaper than both of them yeah well the switch is going to stay 300 of bucks course, it's, it's its own kind of market yeah. yeah but but the thing is like the Xbox too like I don't I don't understand like maybe Microsoft has more pull with like you know those companies just because of you know having that pc foot and then they're pushing all those games out on pc as well i mean maybe they'll be able to pull a better deal i i just don't know i don't know how that works i don't know the <laughs> i don't know the business drives of of you know bulk pricing of silicon chips <laughs> but just based off specs alone that just doesn't seem that 500 bucks is gonna get yeah. you that like I just I wanna, don't know. I want to pose a curious hypothetical just for, for this case of hypothetical. Um, if Sony announced their console for, I'm just going to put a random number, let's say 600, and Microsoft announced theirs for 550, but Sony doesn't have backwards compatibility, but we know Xbox does, would you be inclined one way or the other based off those facts? Um, well, for me, I'm not getting an Xbox regardless of yeah. what the price is. You don't care about that. I've already decided myself, like, I'm not getting an Xbox this gen. But would um, a PlayStation that's more expensive, it doesn't have backwards compatibility, turn you off? Absolutely. Okay. If, there, if there's no backwards compatibility, I'm just going to go get a PS4. Right. Because there's no point, like, for me to play the games that I want to play at this. At Even this... if they, like, re-release most of those games on PS5? I mean, that's different, but mm -hmm. that's that's also then it'll just be a waiting game. Yeah. I'll, I'll get the console when I feel ready to get it, which is what I did with the four and I never mm -hmm. got it. <laughs> so, and okay, I, okay. yeah, so I just I think just it's curious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, backwards. So backwards compatibility is is, a, is the biggest deal for me because I missed out on the entire gen of PS3 and PS4. So I have two full gens worth of games that, you know, Yes, there's ways I could play them if I really, really wanted to, but I would rather have the option to just get the console that can handle all of them mm -hmm. as needed and just put it up. Done. This is my PlayStation. I can go play that dot game heroes you gave me like three, four years ago <laughs> that I never played. It's sitting on my shelf over here because yeah. um, I was going to play it on my PS3 and then it died. <laughs> so... <laughs> on the ps3 that i i had and the only thing i played on it was the god of war collection and then it died 
and Hot Shots Golf. I did play Hot Shots Golf on that <laughs> a lot, and it was so good. <laughs> it had 3D mode. Oh, so cool on 3D TV. That was really neat. But, um, but yeah, really, like if if it doesn't have backwards compatibility with with you know PlayStation in the past with backwards compatibility, it's always been like all games. Like the PS3, if you got that first model PS3, it played all PS1, all PS2, and PS3 games. Mm -hmm. The 4, I don't think they had that no, on there no, at they, all. They, they changed that because they were building a new kind of operating system for this PS4. Now, does the PS4, does it still play PS1 games? Or anything like so. that? No, I haven't no. read in any of that because I don't have it. But yeah, I'm um, pretty sure it doesn't. So Okay, so... I was just wondering because PS1 so old, maybe they had like an emulator built into it or something. Um, but with with that being said, yeah, the backwards compatibility is like the number one thing for me for this console um, at this point in time. Because if it doesn't have it, then I might as well just wait or get a PS4 or cheaper yeah. and just to or, play the games or you want. even just trade in my Xbox One and go get a PS4. <laughs> like I, I, I just. There's no point in my mind. Yeah. For that. All right. Well, that that, that is a. I'm wanted to hear your perspective as someone who doesn't currently own like a PlayStation Four or something. So that is because I'm sure there's a good number of people out there who are in the same boat. Um, yeah. And I guess I can offer some perspective as someone who does own a PS4. If and how this is going to appeal to a consumer like me. Um, I'm kind of on the fence on that. A, I don't really need it right now, considering so many games are still <laughs> being released for the PS4. Yeah. I could just keep playing them. But then again, I am somewhat tempted in the sense that I am curious about playing games with this new kind of controller and haptic feedback and that's called new system hype <laughs> and it, it is it is it totally is unjust and does, doesn't really change it anything dramatically that i could probably still enjoy on a ps4 yeah but i'm also thinking like how maybe performance will run versus games like say cyberpunk on a ps4 versus a ps5 i bet the load time of like those environments would be but then again, they've been designing these games for these older systems for so long. I'm sure they'll run fine enough. Yeah, I mean... But then I look at examples like Breath of the Wild on Wii U versus Switch. It's a no-brainer that everyone wanted it on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, the game ran fine on both. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the yeah. biggest thing with the Switch was just the portability of it. That mm -hmm. was that was the biggest reason why everyone wanted it on Switch, but it was completely developed on the Wii. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's the main reason that's holding me back is there's no there's no big title that's like I need this system now. Yeah, I mean unless Horizon no, drops with it, like if Horizon, I don't think it's no. Ready. no. I think Horizon they said 2021, didn't they? Anyway, I don't think they gave a date. No. Oh, okay pretty sure that was one of the ones with no date okay. which means it's probably at least until next year yeah so but yeah no no breath of the wild no mario 64 or <laughs> i have my nes shirt on <laughs> <laughs> uh so i don't know 
that's that's why I'm on the bridge. I'm like, I could live without it and probably pick it up when there's a bundle if it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. But I could also maybe enjoy it now for some games if I felt so inclined. I just have to make a decision. Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I, I mean... wish I wish they would shown more gameplay rather than trailers at this event, like comparisons of performance. That would have made more of a difference to me as an owner already so yeah yeah because most of the stuff they showed too is just like ps5 pre-alpha you know yeah, dev kit yeah. it's like what I'm does like, that mean that's nice but yeah it, i'm sure it looks nice how does this compare to what I mean, they, is they, inevitably going to be ps4 they said everything you see from this point on will be footage captured from a ps5 Right. So that's you know at least everything you saw, even if it was cinematic, that's, that's it was at least like, rendered. A lot off of, of it time. just looked. We can't discern difference anymore. No, like, no. I mean, look, look. Last of Us is what do they call those games? Cinematic, you know, cinematic experiences. Yeah. They don't even call them video games anymore. So unless, unless you're gonna give me like a side by side comparison, I'm just gonna assume like it looks just as good as my ps4 game yeah and, that, and that's and that's kind of like where we're at with graphical yeah. fidelity like like the ps5 looks great but prove nothing... to me that i need this new system now or that i can just wait like nothing they showed i don't think anything they showed wouldn't run on my computer mm-hmm. like i my computer could play every game they showed on there and i have a 1080 ti which is you know it's old i bought it two years ago and now it's like the bottom barrel of the ti's it's still a great card but it's it's just my pc can run it so what's the point like you know that's that's the biggest reason why i'm not going to buy an xbox because every game they make is going to be available on the windows and there's no point (laughs) not that and, and not that i might i might not buy it but if I want to get something and it's available, I'll either snag Game Pass and play it, yeah, <laughs> or which is awesome. Game Pass is amazing. Um, I'll either snag that for another month and play the game I want to play, or I'll just buy it directly from the Microsoft Store and be done with it. So, and there's no point for me to go out and buy. You know, I can use my Xbox One controller on my PC <laughs> with the little adapter, and it works beautifully there's and it's it's got everything vibration haptic feedback analog tr- triggers everything so there's just no point in in spending uh, the money on an xbox x which is great i think microsoft is doing it right this gen mm-hmm. by by letting you play they, where you want to play definitely adapting to more of a ecosystem rather than this kind of chasing these console sales. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and yeah. I think that's that's great. Um, if anything, I think I think them trying to make a console is just almost like free money to them. Like for the people who will buy it, they're like, great, give us that. Yeah. I mean, they Go have ahead they and have buy this box. They have no market. Like, <laughs> yeah. the market is pretty much like South America and North America. North and South mm-hmm. America is like the biggest market for Xbox. Because like I know Xbox is huge in Brazil. Um, I know that it's huge in the US, but like look at the Japan sales. <laughs> there was literally like one month they released the data and it was like two uh, two those, sales. Those pictures <laughs> of like these saddest aisle shelves with their consoles. Yeah. Just... <laughs> like it's yep. th- that market's not there and yep. um 
you know, I think they realize that and they're saying, hey, well, we can still make our games available mm -hmm. and release this. And everything's running off the same tech, the same architecture these days. We're not at that point where, you know, these new consoles are going to be running off the AMD Ryzen chips, which is what I'm running in my PC. So mm -hmm. it's the same thing. <laughs> like there's literally there. Every console is just a PC now. Ever since the uh, <laughs> the last gen, the last gen, everything moved from like the Wii U is a power PC and the Switch is I think the Switch is what ARM based. I think I don't know um, just because of its mobility aspect. But um, or no, it's mm -hmm. the Tegra. It's the Tegra chip or whatever. Yeah, um, the Nvidia, the, right? Yeah, yeah, the Nvidia Tegra chip. Um, but then, like, yeah, the Xbox One and the PS4 are both XR x86, you know, architecture, 64-bit, whatever. And it's it's essentially a mini computer. The Xbox the Xbox OS is based off Windows 10, <laughs> so it's <laughs> it's just doesn't make sense to you know to do that for me. If you know if your computer can handle it and you want a gaming computer, then they're still giving those options. Like, we can make money, so. And I think that's yeah. great. And that's that's almost like how Nintendo is with, you know, the Switch allowing you to play everywhere. You can play on your TV, you can take it somewhere. And mm -hmm. then they're giving you that, you know, those options to do that. It's kind yeah. of the same way. I'm Especially Sony didn't try to copy this one out of the playbook this time. <laughs> <laughs> the Vita 2 will be around the corner. <laughs> but, uh. but yeah, I mean, I think that pretty much sums up the ps5 that was a pretty pretty good discussion we probably could have just, so. we could have just yeah. had an episode on the ps5 <laughs> <laughs> maybe we will maybe we'll just cut this out and make it another episode <laughs> no but um but yeah that that was um i'm looking forward to finding out more about it and yeah, i'm sure. really hoping that backwards compatibility is really the the make or break for me um at least for wanting it at launch because i know once Maybe. it launches and i see people getting them i'm gonna be like i gotta get one of those <laughs> yeah pretty that, that's so. the thing like i if i see someone else playing I, I know i'm gonna want it and i'm like i might as well <laughs> yeah so but yeah, maybe maybe Sony will answer more questions after Microsoft's event, which I think it is scheduled for July. So we'll okay. see. We yeah. know that is coming. Um, but yeah, it, it, any more topics you want to cover for this episode? Do we do you want to say uh, what we hope Nintendo will publish right after <laughs> we publish this? Um, we we can do that real quick. Uh, we're we're about an hour and forty five minutes in. Okay, right now, okay. But, let's, but let's just do it real quick. Go ahead and, and finish what? it up. Whatever you know. It wouldn't be the first time we did a two-hour episode when we were planning just, on an hour. Let's just show how... <laughs> let's make our wishes come true by saying them out loud. Right. So <laughs> I I really want the Mario collection. Yes, um, I really Mario 3D collection. I really, really want it. Just... And it's dumb. It's just... I just want to play those games again um, portable. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I just want to. Oh, I, I totally feel you. Like I kind of have the itch to play Mario Sunshine, but at the yes. same time, I don't because I want this to come out. <laughs> I've never played Mario Sunshine the whole way through. I usually get like fifty shine sprites and then I give up. Mm -hmm. And then like, so if it would come out now, it'd be great because I know I can play it more. Because there's times where like right now we're gonna finish recording. I'm gonna go to bed. If it was out on Switch, I'd take my Switch with me to bed and stay up for another hour and just knock out some levels <laughs> so and that's when i can really get you know a good session of gaming in that's how i did breath of the wild like i literally played that game i'd get home from work play it <laughs> eat dinner and then go to bed and play it in bed 
and it was you know good times it was great <laughs> so good and then like i can play it you know say what you want but like you know people have different opinions of this but like i can play it and still be company with you know my wife my kid or whatever which usually i don't play when brody's awake because it makes it difficult <laughs> to like try to get into something so i usually don't play video games around him um he's actually been getting into pinball which is pretty cool he's been wanting to play the pinball machine <laughs> so um we've been doing that a little bit lately but um but no it just it's just because i'm not i'm there i'm not down in the basement by myself playing video games i'm i'm on the couch playing a game i can have a conversation still and you know have the tv on and we can talk about stuff it doesn't doesn't isolate me and that's why i love the switch so much because mm -hmm. it just doesn't isolate me away from you know from other priorities yeah yeah so because i don't i don't want to be that person that's isolated away <laughs> i want to be there um and that's what the switch gave me that that availability to do so um with that also being said that's why i said earlier i want to play earthbound and i really yes. want that to come to the nintendo switch All online right. or in a collection yes uh, i would definitely i want to play mother three so bad i would also take earthbound or a collection but yeah and it, this seems like the best odds of it happening in recent years so make it so come on <laughs> <laughs> i i saw that but then i saw somebody post a uh, a screenshot showing a cop saying he's gonna beat you for no reason and i was like oh, that's probably not the best time to release that game then <laughs> if it true. wasn't i forgot there <laughs> so, i don't know if that's like a real screenshot or not or if somebody just edited it but i was like well if that's real that's probably not going to come out um during the current climate um, uh, for the for yeah. the best of course <laughs> we don't want we don't want that coming out and making no no um. People upset. <laughs> um but yeah i mean those are probably the two big things um they, they've really underutilized the nintendo switch online platform um mm -hmm. they just recently released a couple games and they were like no name games that or not no game they, they did a uh, wild guns which was pretty cool mm -hmm. and i was actually shocked about that coming out because wild guns um had a remaster I, I saw where you were going with this. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, they had a remaster, so it was like, why would you release that um, for free? And then, and then you were like, Chrono Trigger remaster? <laughs> yes, right? Give me something. So uh, so they did, um, yeah, it was Wild Guns, and then I think, was it Operation Logic Bomb was the other one, mm -hmm. which I never played that, but I've heard it's, I heard it's pretty decent. Mm -hmm. Um and then the nes stuff uh what did they just release sorry i'm flipping through this thing real quick oh they did rygar rygar for nes which you know, some people like it i i've never been a big fan of rygar but mm. um i just feel like there's so many more games like that sh that should be out um that they've got in their catalog that they haven't released yet especially for the super nes yeah like the for super, sure. super for nes sure. Is and just the fact that they slow down their rate of game releasements so much, it's just yeah, kind of disheartening. Well, that's yeah. the thing too. It's like they have, I mean, most when, when there's so much more out there to be releasing at this rate, it's just most of the games they've released on Super NES and even on NES, they are killer titles. Yeah, majority of them. Let's let's be honest here, like 
there's some very 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 good games but like but like that earthbound like that's <laughs> huge it was one of the first games Four games on new 3ds yeah, yeah. Well, as soon as they did super nes games on new 3ds Why that was it missing the first it's one. gotta be a collection yeah that's that makes sense or it's or just retail. nintendo <laughs> yeah. retail it that'd be awesome i'd love yeah. to have that physical copy there mm finally uh you know i yeah. have the snes cartridge but like again it's just not being able to play it portably unless i buy like a handheld snes system or something <laughs> which they sell but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you definitely hit on two of the big ones i wanted to see i'd also want to see something metroid whatever form that may be based off that tease the paper, paper mario, mario yeah we didn't talk about that we totally yeah. skipped over that we forgot we, we we missed that at the end of the paper mario trailer it was a small kind of funny gag with mario <laughs> wearing pew, pew. the metroid helmet pew 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 <laughs> and and his partner was like it looks like he's fighting something in there <laughs> yeah that looks cool like you just show us what you got going on yeah but that, um, that is totally a tease that's something metroid yeah news coming and I don't know if it's the rumored new 2D Metroid that people have been talking about, or if it's news on Prime 4, or if it's this uh, Prime Trilogy collection, if they're finally going to release that. But yeah. I would take any one of those. Yeah, that'd be cool, too, for sure. Um, like, I, I beat the first... I think I beat the first one, the first Metro. No, I never did. I never did. <laughs> I never beat any of the Metroid Primes. No, I <laughs> totally forgot. <laughs> I was thinking of Galaxy. I wasn't thinking of uh, Metroid. <laughs> totally different. Yeah, completely different. But um, yeah, I remember playing a little bit of Corruption on the Wii. And, um, you know, I just, I've played a lot of the first Prime, but I just never beat it. And I never so played the second one at all. So good. So, but, so yeah, I, I would take any of those. Yeah, um, that, that would be awesome to be able to get... Yeah. To get I mean, I'm gonna keep my wishes there like give us one of those three and we'll be happy I mean like <laughs> it's I, I have no like real affection for the games but I do find them fun I would like to know what's up with Bayonetta 3 yes that's not I Nintendo like... per se I mean it's platinum games but I know that they have that that interesting relationship since they funded the last or, game or if we're going third party give me an update on Silk Song come on oh yeah Silk Song too that's crazy because <laughs> like that said coming soon last fall last last when they last did e3 was it e3 yeah, okay a year ago they yeah. said coming soon yeah and, and it's they haven't given year. us an update since i think it was december yeah they had like the soundtrack release or something like that right they, they released like two sound samples and then a little blog post saying how the scope has increased which mm -hmm. is totally team cherry of them <laughs> yeah i mean that's awesome i mean they they did a killer job with the oh, first yeah. one so i'm sure the game's i'm sure the game's gonna be good but <laughs> i just want to know what's up like <laughs> i know <laughs> do we have a date do we have anything like it'd be cool yeah. um so yeah that would really be it like i would love to just get an announcement of um you know some killer titles chrono trigger or earthbound <laughs> something coming again i mean i just watched you play chrono trigger but if it came on uh, um nintendo switch online i'd probably play it again um that would be cool earthbound obviously we've talked about collections um yeah yeah or i mean you want to really go out on a limb breath of the wild 2 update yes okay <laughs> of course one more, one more for the wish <laughs> i need a new trailer i thrive off those trailers <laughs> and the incremental updates like yeah 
I don't care if it's 2021. Like, just just give me give me something. Yeah. Feed me. <laughs> yeah, it would be really cool to see something, but um, I want I want a taste of what a dungeon looks like now. Yeah, that would yeah. be interesting. That would be really interesting to see what's up, because that game looks dark. Oh yeah, that game uh, looks I, dark. I love the new tone from that little from that little trailer. That looked real dark. Oh, like speaking in tongues and the songs and stuff <laughs> like that was yeah that looks really cool so i'm looking forward to that and uh, uh yeah we'll see hopefully okay. hopefully this podcast triggers something because we yes, just recorded as, as soon as we hit end here recording <laughs> we're gonna jump online and see if it came true <laughs> and hopefully we'll hear something so um i guess that wraps it up we'll we'll wrap up at about i think the first yeah we're wrapping up about a an hour and 50 minutes and um we will see you guys next next episode where we will hopefully be talking about the nintendo direct that got yes. summoned <laughs> i guess all right so until next time everyone happy gaming stay safe out there see you guys take care all right. Can't resist.